Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the Reasons Why podcast. It is currently July 26, 2019. And by the time you hear this and, and I unveil this podcast, it'll be a little bit later. Uh, but just trying to get a few episodes under the belt before we get things started. Uh, I am your host, Dave Lewis. And very proud and very happy to finally be bringing this project to you. It's been a long time coming. Um, and definitely a long time dream of mine to do. I've always wanted to do radio. Uh, but obviously, podcasting is the new thing. So, so here we are. Uh, a little bit about the podcast before we get started is it's called The Reasons Why because uh, a personal story of mine, which we'll learn about in the first episode, uh, is I've lost 100 pounds in the last couple of years um, and really made a huge uh, body transformation. You can check the Instagram account uh, to see photos uh, that I'll post up and we'll talk a little bit about that and go through the hurdles and, and struggles and things that I've dealt with that hopefully maybe can touch you. Uh, for something you might be dealing with. But also, in the same token, because of that, I am 33. I'm single, no kids. I do bodybuilding, and I count macros. And that works for me. I work a 9 to 5. Um, and that availability allows me to do uh, my transformation. Now, for some of you out there, that might not be the same case. So for people that have you know, kids, families, two jobs, the shift work, you know, allergies to certain foods... Uh, maybe you're vegan, vegetarian, what have you. Um, we're going to bring on people on the podcast that can talk about different scenarios, different life situations that maybe can talk to you and help you overcome uh, some of your hurdles. And on top of that, we'll have some friends from the music industry. We'll have some friends from sports. We'll have some friends from a business perspective because, you know, there's different topics that can be applied to all different facets of life, uh, whether it be something like setting goals or finding motivation or anything like that. And we're going to bring that to you. Uh, so in this episode, is going to be about me. Let's get started. All right. So let's get started. Uh, so as I said in the beginning, you know, in the last three years, I've definitely made a huge transformation physically, um, coming down 100 pounds. And, and so, and um, you know, it's been a long road to do that with some up, ups and downs. And it wasn't always easy and it wasn't always glamorous. Um, but you know, you put your nose to the grindstone and you work hard every day and you get better. And, um, you know, we'll go through that a little bit and I'll kind of Tarantino the story. I have some bullet points here and some notes I have written down, so I'll try to make this as, as smooth as possible. Um, but you know, a lot of what my issues have always been my entire life were always mental. Um, they've never been physical. You know, I've always been a relatively healthy guy. I've never had any real major injuries or anything like that. Um, it's just always been mental. Um, I've always been a person who battled with acceptance. I've always been a person that battled with confidence uh, in myself because I always focused on things that didn't matter, things that weren't as important as some other things and also focusing on people that weren't as important as the ones that are. And... A lot of it started with um, early on. Um, I was raised by a single mother. My father left um, very, very early age. And I still think, even a little bit to this day, I still deal with issues of abandonment in a sense. You know, I know my mom, who is my best friend, and, you know, she's always said to me my entire life that she got the best part of the marriage, which was me. And, um, you know, and I'm so grateful that she did get me because I wouldn't be where I am, who I am, what I am, 
if that hadn't taken place. But you know, at the same time, there's always that there's always that feeling in the back of your mind that you know, right as you were entering life, when everyone's like, "Oh man, look at this young baby, this beginning of something, what could be something special or whatever," and someone says, "Yeah, I'm good." Um, I think that's always plagued me a little bit, and that was kind of the start of, you know, a confidence build. And, you know, when I say earlier, a second ago, that I focused on people that didn't matter, I mean, my mom's been my biggest supporter. I mean, she thinks nothing but the best of me, nothing but the world of me. I have a stepfather that's been in my life since I was about three or four years old that couldn't be any better of a father figure and a role model and someone to look up to. And I have two best friends. Well, I have three best friends. Two of them I've known since I was five or six and eight. <coughs> and they've been, you know, they've been two backbones for me my entire life and never cared about anything. And they've gone through <laughs> all my phases with me and, um, you know, never never turned back on I me. Mean, we've had our ups and downs as most friendships and everything does. And But, you know, when it comes down to it, I know that if I turn around, you know, they'll be there. But for whatever reason, whether it's the fact that, you know, I watched TV all the time as a kid and I always thought life was like television and like the movies. And, you know, I wanted to be the, you know, the star quarterback, the popular kid, the guy that got all the girls, the guy that everybody wanted to be around. And, you know, looking back in a lot of ways, at least the guy that people want to be around. I can be that guy, and I am that guy, um, and because I know I'm a fun guy, and I know I have a lot to offer when it comes to people, and you know I'm a good person and all that. But I always focused on the stupid shit, focused on the material stuff from a <coughs> emotional standpoint, and it's never gotten me anywhere, and it's gotten me to a mental state where even today, where I know I look fantastic. A lot of times I don't always feel fantastic and I'm still caught up in wondering what other people are thinking and worried about other people's opinions. And even though I shouldn't worry about any, I don't even focus on those that matter, the opinions that matter, those that actually know who I am, have my best interest at thought and will go to bat for me in my darkest days or my brightest moments, you know, and in the last couple years and especially in the last year, I've really tried to focus on that. Um, it's been pretty difficult. It hasn't been that easy. Every time I think I'm taking a step forward, I feel like I'm taking two steps back or I'm told I'm being taken two steps back and it's just, it's, it sucks. It gets frustrating where I feel like I know what I should be doing, what I should be thinking, how I should be handling things. But for some reason, I have a mental block and it doesn't allow me to do it. Um, you know, going through middle school, I, you know, there, there was a bit of bullying. It wasn't much. It wasn't really that bad, but I still got bullied a little bit. Um, going into middle, uh, you know, middle school, you know, we had... Uh, we had a dress code that we had to abide by, and, you know, I wore what my parents bought for me, which was a little bit too tight back when, you know, wearing things too tight wasn't cool, and, 
you know, I got picked on a little bit about it, and, you know, it kind of sucked, you know, I was, all through high school, I was constantly, and even up until my, hell, even up until two years ago, I've always been caught up in just trying to do fads, uh, and I've had phases, <laughs> some are terribly embarrassing when it comes to clothes, hairstyles, you know, you name it, I mean, I always tried to do what I thought would make me fit in via, like I said, appearance. And I wasn't necessarily worried about being able to fit in from just who I am, which in the scheme of things, I can do with anybody. You know, I always joke around and call myself a social chameleon because I can talk to anybody. I don't care if you're the CEO of a company. I don't care if you're somebody that lives in a Section 8 housing or everyone in between. You know, I can find a way to relate. I can find a way to have a conversation with anybody. And, you know, it's the one thing I can say, you know, I don't want to say it's a skill, but it's one thing I'm good at. I'm good at uh, talking to people and and making friends and um, being able to introduce myself into any social setting and be able to thrive with whoever's around. And that's the kind of thing that I wish I could just focus on and realize that I, I mean, I have more friends than I, I even know what to do with. I mean, every facet of my life growing up, I've been able to meet and hold on to such genuine people, whether it be from <coughs> when I was in high school, when I got my first job at a high school as an as a automotive technician at Brandon Crusher Jeep, and guys there that I still keep in contact with, when I got a job at 3D Collision Centers in Westchester and ended up moving up to Westchester. Um, reignited a relationship with my cousin, which means a ton to me. Got to meet a bunch of his friends and started playing deck hockey and got to meet a really great group of people through there who I still keep in contact with. Then I get into a relationship, which brings me back down to Delaware. And, I mean, the amount of people through... Um, that relationship, which which didn't last, but I got the best part out of it, which was a ton of friendships between people in the Wilmington area, down in Dewey Beach, and all down in Baltimore, <coughs> and D.C. area, and it's just incredible, and it's a testament to to who I am and the people that I tend to gravitate towards, which are good, amazing people, and. It's something that I want to take hold of, not take for granted, and really, really strive to like focus on that. And and we'll get into a little bit of that towards the end too as well. But the biggest reason uh, that I got into this transformation was I'd always kind of been in the gym, pretty active. You know, I played sports in high school. I played rec league softball. From when I started, uh, I think I started when I was about 20 years old. I was kind of in the gym, a little bit here and there. I'd go for a few months, quit for a couple years, go for a few months, quit for a couple years, kind of like that. Um, always complained about my weight, always wanted to lose weight, would always get sick and tired of myself, try to do something, I would always end up quitting. Uh, and then in a previous relationship, uh, we used to watch Biggest Loser all the time. And remember, there was one season where there was two guys on the show. One was about 325 pounds. One was 340 pounds. 
and I had gotten on the scale and saw that I was 299 pounds and it came to a point where I looked at and said if I get to 300 that means I'm now on the show I'm not just watching it and that's when I realized that I had to make a change I had to do something and I got sick and tired of it and I had to make a change so I reached out uh, to a very close friend of mine and he said to join the gym he was at and he would work out with me and we would start uh, we would start to get into a groove now I would love to tell you that from day one of this transformation that I just hit the ground running but I'd be lying to you um, you know in the beginning of this transformation through fitness I was also coming to the end of a very toxic and bad relationship that could have easily derailed me in this process but luckily you know I had my friend who was with me in the gym and I had other people that were very supportive and realizing you know the changes that were being made and really kind of pushing me forward to kind of keep going and and work through all the emotional mental battles that I was going through and you know a lot of it was my, I mean, my lowest point of self-esteem was at the end of this uh, particular relationship. Um, there was issues of manipulation. Uh, I was, you know, there were times when I thought I had anger problems and drinking problems. And I was trying to go, you know, see people and change up my drinking or not drinking or this, that, and the other thing. But when it boiled down to it, it was just a matter of I was super unhappy and anytime I voiced my opinion about it, it would get thrown in my face or something would get turned on me. So I would hold everything in. I wouldn't even talk about it anymore. And then, you know, when you get a few drinks in you, your filter kind of gets loose and, you know, your mental, hey, man, don't don't say that kind of goes away. And then you blow up and you look like a drunk asshole. Um, now, you know, once that had finally ended and you know I was kind of down in the dumps I had to move back into my parents house and this is easily where I could have just said the hell with it you know you know like I said I didn't feel any lower about myself had no confidence my self-esteem was was you know in the shitter and you know, for some reason in this moment I decided to make the gym and my you know my eating and all that a constant to where I knew that as I would continue through that and if I would continue to lose weight or make physical changes or strength changes whatever that it would potentially help me out and that's what I did I mean I still went food shopping when I had to move back with my parents I still started to hit the gym more and more every day started to become a ritual started to become a you know a lifestyle change and you know I'd say right about you know the nine month to 10 month mark of starting this journey it became like second nature it was what are you doing today well i got leg day today so i'll be home by this time what do you want to do after and that's when i just hit the ground running and i still had mental blocks and mental hurdles i was dealing with but the gym essentially saved me i mean it was a place i went to where there was good support system um, I started uh, getting more on 
the gym army page um, a little bit about that is so all of my workouts supplements and nutrition I follow a guy named Jim Stepani and I take all of his supplements and everything like that and he has a Facebook page um, I think it's about 70,000 plus strong now where you can go in there and ask questions and post form videos for help or just post you know Flex Friday, like I do on Instagram, you know, get some support, you'll get some help, and you'll get some motivation, and um, started to become friends with a few people there, and, you know, reached out for some additional help, and um, because at this point, my close friend who got me into fitness had moved downstate uh, to be closer to his job, and now I was kind of on my own, physically, I mean, obviously, we always kept in contact and everything like that, but I was on my own, so as I was working through that and getting to know more people on this uh, web page, <clears throat> I started to you know continue to make strides, continue to get stronger, continue to lose weight, but I wasn't necessarily still eating right. Um, when I say count macros, for anyone listening who doesn't know what that is, that basically means that I calculate and count and weigh all of my food to where I know exactly how many, uh, how much protein, fat, and carbs I'm eating a day. And what I was doing for the longest time, throughout the, I'd say the first half of this journey, is I would do what's called if it fits your macros. And I put air quotes up as if you could actually see it. But so, and what that would allow me to do is I still was having like McDonald's every day. I was still eating Taco Bell every day because it fit my numbers. Uh, a lot of that is because I work out of my car. Um, I'm a vehicle damage appraiser for State Farm, so I basically drive to body shops throughout the Philadelphia and Delaware uh, County areas. And so I'm basically in my car, so on the technically on the road, if you want to say. So eating out during lunch period was a lot more easy, or a lot easier. And then it got to a point where I was pretty much kind of had almost lost my love handles about two summers ago, and then I'd gotten sick. I got uh, I slid into home ba- uh, home plate playing softball with shorts on, scraped up my leg a little bit, which I'd done a million times, and ended up getting a cellulitis infection in my leg, which caused me to go to the ER. And then a week later, I caught mono, and. I lost about 30, 35 pounds in a week, lost all my strength, you know, basically was out of the gym for almost two months, um, you know, was able to at least get back to work, but so fatigued, you know, I, for anyone that's had mono, I mean, I couldn't walk 10 feet without having to sit back down, it was brutal, um, so when I finally got back into the gym, this is about towards the end of that summer, um, I couldn't even do 130, 135 pounds on bench for a set of 10, which normally would be just a quick warm up. So I decided to go, you know what, I'm going to do a strength program and I'm going to see, you know, what my body can really do. Kind of start from scratch and going to see where it leads me to. Now, in the end, I reached higher peaks of strength than I'd ever imagined for myself. I'd broken every PR that I had had. But the same token, I had kind of gotten fat again. I didn't really focus on diet anymore. I was really wasn't doing any cardio. So I'd gotten back up and put on about another 35 pounds between 
the summer and that program i was eating papa john's a lot you know again just really wasn't focusing on on diet so in december of 2017 i finally just said screw this i'm done you know i've always you know i've always been self-conscious about my weight i've always been self-conscious about how i look i'm gonna focus on getting my body the way i want it to be i want to have you know i want to be fit i want to be lean you know at first, I said I didn't really care to have abs. I just wanted a flat stomach. But then, um, you know, that when that started to become a reality, then I said, oh, the hell with that. I want abs, too. Um, so in December 2017, uh, I started really focusing on eating better. Uh, so slowly lowered my carbs throughout the course of the next few months uh, and then really started to see uh, the weight shed off and the body fat really go down um i even did things such as like intermittent fasting i did that from uh may the beginning of may 2018 to about november 2018 which worked really really well very difficult during the summertime especially when you're down dewey beach for anyone that goes down there uh and knows what that is uh not drinking or eating until 4 p.m down the beach is difficult but again you know, the group of people that I had with me when I was down the beach were absolutely amazing. They knew what I was doing. They knew why I was doing it. And they were supportive of me. Uh, and they made it a lot easier. And, you know, that was a big thing for me, knowing that I wasn't technically doing it alone. Um, you know, for a lot of people, I always say, you know, if you have a friend that can go with you for accountability get to get you up because, you know, you know yourself, you won't be able to do it. You know, then look for that gym buddy. You know, look for that friend that's going to go with you and keep you accountable. And, you know, that could be a huge help for you. Um, but at the same time, you know, you got to find, and the thing for me, eventually, was I just got tired of looking at myself and not being happy with what I saw in the mirror. That was my why. And you have to find that why. So whether it's you just want to live a healthy lifestyle, you want to be healthy for your children, for your, your significant other, your family, you know, what have you, you know, and it doesn't matter if you're 20 or 60, it really doesn't matter, uh, you know, it's never too late to start, um, and, you know, like I said, some starting points are a little bit more difficult than others, some lifestyles are more difficult than others, but again, that's why I'm excited to bring this, bring this podcast to you and really hope that I can reach out um, to everybody and, you know, you know, we can all learn from ourselves as well as learn from each other and really kind of break through break through those plateaus, whether they be physical, mental, emotional, you know, whatever. So my goal that I had set for myself in December 2017 was I said I wanted to be single digit body fat by Memorial Day weekend of 2019. And that's what I set out for. So I'd been averaging and I started that goal at about I don't know the exact number because I was using a handheld device which isn't too accurate but it said I was about 28 27% body fat so it's probably a little bit a little bit lower than that and what was great about it is not only did I hit my goal but I did it three months earlier than expected uh, it was February of 2019 that I had reached 9% body fat and like I said, I'd beaten it by three months and 
something like that just absolutely you know, floored me. I mean, for someone who has never been a person that made goals, uh, never strived to achieve goals, I was always somebody that, you know, I was always relatively kind of good at all sports. Um, a lot of my friends were better, but a lot of my friends worked to be better. I always just, you know, as, as funny, as, as low confidence I had about myself and as insecure as I was, I always kind of had this, I guess, entitlement, for lack of a better term, that I should always be good at something. I should just naturally be good at something. And whether it be sports or whatever. And when I would fall short, I'd get super depressed about it or super upset when realistically it's like, dude, you didn't even work hard at this. How are you going to be good at it? So during this whole fitness transformation, I've gotten good at it. I've finally gotten you know, good at something. But it's because I've worked hard at it. I'm in the gym every day. I'm focused on eating right every day. Well, on the weekends we go a little bit, you know, we have a little fun, but, um, and it's, you know, it's made me realize that, you know, my mental strength has gotten better for me to stay disciplined, to stay motivated to the point where, you know, <clears throat> it's very, it's very humbling and it's very awesome to hear someone say to me, I wish I had the dedication you had. You know, I wish I could be as motivated as you. And because I was never that guy. You know, I look at who I was before physically and who I was mentally. And even my friends that were that were with me before. And I ask them honestly, I go, could you ever believe that I could become this? And, you know, most of them are, are my friends. And they'll be like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but let's be real. I didn't think I could. I was never that person. And now I'm a person that can set goals and can achieve them. And then when I achieve them, I'll set bigger goals. So, you know, in the sense of like doing that now with where I'm at now, uh, my uh, close friend that got me started in this whole thing, me and him literally two to three weeks ago said that we're going to commit to doing a bodybuilding competition next year. So, now I'm going to go from being a guy who wouldn't even take his shirt off in public at the beach, no less, to getting ready to compete on stage in a bodybuilding competition in just a year. And it's just, it's incredible to know that I could possibly, you know, have that experience and knowing, looking back at how hard that I've worked to get here and how hard I'm going to work to get there. It's incredible, and it's very, it's very cool to see in myself. Um, like I said, it's not something that you know I ever thought I would do, um, because I don't know. I mean, I always, I was always a person that compared myself to others, and you know, I said a second ago, I see people work hard for it, but you know, the biggest thing for me when I talk about like acceptance is I always wanted to make my parents proud and I always wanted them to have something to brag about with me. And I look at my family who I love dearly and, but I look at where they all are in their lives and I compare it to me and I feel, I feel that 
they're all vastly ahead of me, even though I'm the second oldest, and I feel like I'm the farthest behind. And obviously, life is not a race. You know, everyone has their own course, and you know I know that, and I can regurgitate things that I've heard and things that I know are right. You know, whether my mind can perceive them to be that way all the time, it's what we're working on now. But I think that is a big reason why, for me, I would always stay down. And I would never, you know, strive forward because I'd go, oh, well, yeah, but I'm doing this. But, you know, look at my cousin here or look at that cousin there or, you know, or insert whoever, insert whoever you want that's close to me that I would just compare to and nobody's looking at me like that I know they're not but it's something that I always did and I and I still do a little bit I haven't done it as much but those are the struggles that I still have now you know a lot of it is a lot of it is mental and you know I keep trying to stay tight with the fitness and the nutrition because I know that builds mental strength for me and I know it allows me to stay confident in myself as I work on other things. And I know I have a long, long, long way to go in other areas. But it's a start. And, you know, that's why for any of my friends that might listen to this and, you know, I can talk an ear off. And, you know, I'm always coming to you guys for questions. And you guys always see me in my stupidest moments. And, you know, that's why I continuously talk to you. Because sometimes I need it nailed into my head that I'm okay or I'm doing good or I'm fine or you know insert whatever thing and you listening to this if you're listening to this and you know the conversation we've had you know exactly what I'm talking about um and I know I'll get there I know I'll get there and I know I have the help of loving friends loving family um and I know that I want it really bad and you know eventually I'll get there at least I feel I will. But, you know, for now, cliche, we just take things one day at a time. Try not to tackle too many things at once. Take things one issue at a time. And, you know, just continue to work hard. That's all you can do. And that's all I will do. And some of the stuff I'm kind of at, kind of over my head. You know, especially with the emotional stuff. And I have a few friends that I pick brains with on that kind of stuff. And they give me books to read, which is obviously a a difficult task for me, for anyone that knows me. Um, And, you know, I've had really good heart-to-hearts with a lot of really close friends. And, um, you know, I always appreciate their input and I appreciate their opinions. And, um, you know, because I know that the people that I'll have conversations like that with, you know, they're the ones that are looking out. They're the ones that... Yeah, they want nothing but the best for you, and they want nothing more than you to be happy. And you know, I'm very, very grateful to know that I have an abundance of that in my life. It's actually a little overwhelming because you feel bad because you can't give everybody the time that you deserve. And also, you know, I tend to, I'm so focused a lot now on changing myself that. I forget sometimes to worry about the person who's helping me. And it's something that, you know, for anybody listening to this, uh, you know I do that. You know, I, you know, obviously I apologize for that. And, you know, it's a priority that I'm trying to change for myself. But, uh, 
I mean, that's pretty much it, man. I mean, it's it's been up and down for the last three and a half years, physically, mentally, emotionally, the whole deal. But in the end, you know, just got to figure out why you want to do this. Find the reason why. Cheap plug. But, um, you know, for me, it was because I never was happy with how I looked. I was never happy with, you know, who I saw in the mirror. And because of that, it wouldn't allow me to do other things. It wouldn't allow me to be how I want to be or act how I want to act because I was always concerned that somebody was looking, somebody was judging, you know, somebody was making fun because I've dealt with it a lot. And unfortunately, I focused on the wrong people instead of the people that would love for me to be this crazy wild funny guy you know I'm worried about the person across the street who I don't even know who might poke fun so it's a struggle but you know like I said I'll get there I know I will I feel I will and I know I have a lot of people around me that'll that'll definitely help me get there so uh, I apologize that I kind of rambled for all that time uh, like I said I have bullet points and this is kind of my first run at this, so, um, you know, obviously as we get into, as I get into having people on and talking with them, I'm sure I'll branch out from some of these topics and some of these things that I said, and, um, you know, if there's any questions anybody has for me or any topics that you would like to hear about that I can look, uh, you know, look for guests, or if you think you have a great story, uh, of transformation or anything that you can apply, you know, to this, to this podcast and, you know, hit me up. Um, uh, like I said, I'm at, uh, the reasons why podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can also hit me up on Instagram at DLU421. Um, and this is where I'll end this episode and I'll see you guys on the next one.